You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Girlfriend Confidential LA After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Girlfriend Confidential LA After Show. Hey, everybody. Excited to be here. We are doing another recap of Girlfriend Confidential LA on Oxygen. This is the first season of the show starring some amazing, amazing ladies. Episode 5 of 6. The name of tonight's episode is Closure. I'm Giselle Ugardi with my beautiful co-host tonight. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Cornelia. And I'm always live tweeting. So if you have any questions for us, comments, whatever, but go ahead and tweet me at Giselle Ugardi. Canelia, I'm at Canelia. How do you spell that? K E for our listeners out there. E L I A. Thank you. And um, I just want to let you know that tomorrow, Tuesday, we will be having Eva, Denise, and Nikki in the AfterBuzz mm-hmm. studios for a special bonus section. So yes. tonight we'll still give you all the recap, but make sure that you're tweeting us questions, messaging us comments, whatever questions you have for the ladies, because they're going to be here. Very, very special, exclusive here at AfterBuzz TV. Yes. So let's go ahead and get started with our first topic called Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of uh, I think progress in this episode. Mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed it. You know last week we were kind of talking about you know it seems like it's very on the surface. We're kind of getting away from the girls within the girlfriend right. confidential, the friendships, you know the independence and I really really enjoy this episode because we got to see a lot of them open up. We got to see um, a lot of the relationships move forward and one of them in particular was Nikki and her dad what did you think of Nikki and her dad I was glad to see that it got past the initial stage because you know in the first few episodes it was him calling her feeling a little iffy about him coming to visit she didn't know if she was going to be comfortable with it but they they finally got past that they had a like a dinner meeting at her house mm-hmm. and it was good because she finally opened up and got his side you know of the story about when he left the family mm-hmm. and that was inter- that was interesting to see i like i like that they got to that point i do too you know because at first it seemed really awkward and we and yeah. we were a little concerned as to whether you know meeting her dad and talking would actually do anything with her you know daddy issues mm. that she mentions but we did we we got to see them move past the awkwardness move past the nerves and we finally see her start to warm up and let's talk about that you know he mentioned that her mom maybe didn't tell the whole story. How did you feel about that? You know, you my know, heart broke a little bit was, for her. It was sad. And it was sad because when you have two parents that aren't together, in most cases, not all, 
both have a totally different side of the story mm-hmm. and then you know being a woman you have your perspective you feel a certain way so you you know you kind of give your child the perspective and then the parent that isn't there sometimes they feel a little feel a little wrong by it so their perception is going to be you know on the, the total opposite of the right. spectrum so it was interesting to see what he had to say she and, and what she does with that information because yeah. it's one thing for your dad to not be there but it's another for you to find out or your dad to tell you, hey, your mom pushed me out. Because then that changes the way you look at your mom. Mm-hmm. I have to say, though, that with that issue being so sensitive and difficult, the way that he approached it was very sincere. He didn't was, say anything yeah. negative about her mom or about her. And it seemed as though he really had faith that if they were going to develop a relationship, that it was going to happen. Yeah. You know, he he believed that if it was meant to be, that it would. And it's, it's great to really see her opening up and letting go a little bit I feel as though she's always had this hard surface even though she's always wanted peace and she's a very peaceful person I feel like we did see her open up show a little bit more femininity a little bit more uh, fragility in, yeah. in the way that she conducted herself yeah. um, I loved how they went to the design store mm-hmm. and <laughs> and he started talking about how well maybe you got the design for me what do you think about Dad you know, clothes and Art and yeah. graphic design. He designed. He was a graphic designer. He said he designed. He had a jacket just like the thing. I was like, "Whoa, Dad does everything." Yeah, <laughs> he does everything, and she does too. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, "Okay." So because she said she thought she got all of this from her mom, right? And it's you know, unfortunately, it was you know when you're growing up, you everything you do. If it relates to your mom, that's all you know. So you're like, I got, I guess I got it from my mom. But it was cute to see some of the, th- the of the things that they have in common. So now she can see a different side of herself mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Okay, so maybe I did get some of this from him. It was cute. Do you think we're gonna see her calling him dad anytime soon? I don't know. That's tough because I had I grew up with my dad, but I know people who did not, and they when they built that relationship, like she said. She will may introduce him as her dad, but to him, she'll call him Lloyd. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I've met people who grew up with their dad and started calling them by their first name when they got older just because (laughs) they just didn't feel the connection. So, you know, I I feel like watching her really uh, makes and watching this episode really, I think, made us realize how much we can take certain family members or friends for granted yeah. because you never know when you're going to lose someone or when they could turn up again. Mm-hmm. So I love seeing that about her. And then also um, another relationship that we really saw was Denise. You know, in the past, she's always been really, really defensive and she's always been really just closed off and angry. And finally, when she was on the phone with her dad talking about her brother, it was the one year anniversary of her brother's juniors. Brutal murder was coming up, which is just awful. And for the first time, you know, we really saw her be calm let her hair down express herself truly to someone who she loves and trusts and who loves her unconditionally mm-hmm. and you know what what did you think about that particular scene in the car when she was talking to her dad i thought it, you know it was a very sad moment but i was happy that she at least has someone to talk to about it because you know she said she usually likes to call every day just to check in and sometimes it takes a tragic event for you to get 
closer to everyone else in your family and unfortunately you know you it, it takes that but it's good to see that she could at least you know call them and talk to them about it because you know she's dealing with it but two it's probably good for dad because dad is dealing with it too mm-hmm. her mom is dealing with it and her being in, a, in LA LA will beat you up just oh just for trying to make stick it. you in a blender run you yes. over stomp on your heart so, and do it all over again three times so that on top of losing someone she has to be going through more than I can imagine mm-hmm. so I was happy that she you know that she has someone to talk to I, I like that she mentioned something interesting too is that she's someone who was attached to her cell phone and the one night that she put her cell phone away her brother called and she feels and that's you know the night that he was murdered and she feels this guilt this blame um the way that she found out about her brother's murder was through twitter which is just horrendous that sucks yeah you know she feels like she's never going to be able to be for lack of a better term fixed from this you know do you think she's going to be able to move on from this you know do you think she should get help for this like it doesn't hurt to talk to someone you know mm-hmm. therapy never hurt anyone Unless you have a terrible therapist, you know. What yeah. I mean? But if you have like, if you have someone to talk to on the outside looking in, I think you can, you can get past it. But she shouldn't be rushed to move past it mm-hmm. because you know you have friends and family and everyone is pushing you. But people heal on their own time. Yes. So hopefully, you know she'll get to that point. But if she doesn't immediately, oh well. It, yeah. She lost her brother. You know. Yeah. So. If she, There's if it no takes rush. Her, yeah, if it takes her a lifetime to get over it, as long as she's working towards it, mm-hmm. that's all you can ask for. That's yeah. it. She has a great support system. Yeah. That's for sure. Denise, we send you our deepest condolences. Yeah. We wish you the best. And, you know, I loved being able to see her um, open up in this way, but also show the support system that she has to want to move forward. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing, you know, moving on to our next topic work it is what it's called <laughs> is um she had wanted to write this book a fictional book called black hollywood which is i guess loosely based on the reality of her situation and she stopped writing i guess when her brother died and now eva's trying to encourage her to do it again what did we think about this concept eva's like oh i want to do a cameo and then denise even brings up wanting to put eva's ex mm. into the book because Lance is so cute, I say put him in the book, but she she brought up a good point. She said, because you're my girl, and I've known Lance, and I, she worked with Lance on House of Pain. House of Pain, yes. So she, she said, I've known Lance before I, I knew Eva, but it was nice that she felt like she should bring it up to mm-hmm. her first. Because what you don't want is bad blood, and then it's bad blood between Eva and Lance. There's bad blood between Eva right. and Denise. Yeah. You can't really work like that. But I don't see the harm in it because they're not going to, Eva and Lance really won't be working together. And like Denise brought up, if you're talking about Black Hollywood, they both have to be in it. Yeah. You can't, for young Black Hollywood, it's kind of mandatory for those two who happen to be ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or fiance. Yeah, fiance is engaged. It's kind of mandatory that they have to both be in it. I don't, did did no you notice Eva's around. little dig, though? She did dig them. She, she was like, well, <laughs> don't you want, like, big names? Like, well, excuse me, honey. I know you had your time to shine, but you're still trying to be a rising yeah, star just so, like everybody yeah. else. So, yeah, so it was. So she, Denise could have came back and was like, well, then we're all out. All of, we're all out. Like, we're both trying out for yeah. policies in here. That, but, again, 
there are there aren't many you know young black Hollywood stars right so all three of them have to be in it Mm -hmm. but it was nice that she brought it up to her I I respect that that was respectable and it's fictional yeah at the end of the day you know it's fictional they might not even include real names Mm. and I do have to say time and time again that even though sometimes we might give Eva a little slack for the way that she can be a little diva-esque or a little bit you know um, outspoken she's always professional yeah she's always professional she's always looking out for her friend's best interests and at the end of the day she wants what's best for her friend she's always going to be there for her friend and so she uh, you know i'm glad that she said yes she didn't make a big deal out of it she didn't you know she she just let it roll off and she's also back to being a brunette as well i like the i like the brown hair i do too it's it's very rich it's not it's not like a dirty brown you know some people get brown yeah it's like real dusty that is a nice rich hair color i like that i think it brings out her eyes even more like it's very sensual it's not too much and i know she's got a big personality but i mean that's the thing she's got a big personality she doesn't need like the yeah. blonde hair to say look at me like everyone's already looking at her she's stunning yeah, she is she's, she's, very, beautiful. she's beautiful um and she you know she's professional again excited for her family to come into town that was cute and like then that. uh moving to the other side of the town we had kelly working with her artist trying to work on strategy she came in first of all i just want to say she looked adorable Didn't she look cute she looked so cute <laughs> and i don't want this to come off the wrong way because i i loved everything about her look but she kind of reminded me of like this ultra glam Minnie mouse she did because like she a- had these two buns on her head she was wearing green polka dots and then she had this adorable statement necklace on but the thing is is like you know I mentioned last week, I really want to see her put her plans into action. I want to see what she does. I want to see what's going on in those business meetings where it's actually business Mm -hmm. because I do respect her. I think she's, you know, she's incredible. She's, she's very classy. Um, But I couldn't help but to be distracted by this guy who's like, um, like it looked like he wanted to eat her the whole time. He didn't, they should have briefed him before the cameras got there and on because did I mention you look beautiful? Yeah. You look very nice. Sir, let's talk about this business. Stop (laughs) talking about the obvious because what he's going to have to understand too, sir, you're in the industry now. Everyone you meet is going to be beautiful. So if you can't look past that and talk about this business, He's got a long road ahead of him. Well, and like also, looking. whether you're on the bottom or rising to the top as a musician, not everyone's going to want to sleep with you. Yeah. And you have to be able to differentiate professional mm-hmm. and pleasure. And clearly, she was not... Ge- like, there was not a single ounce of her body language that we saw that showed, I want you. <laughs> you and, know, and, hey, baby, I want you back. Like, yeah. no. And he's going to have to learn how to realize that because he's may- one day he's going to interact with someone who is not playing any games mm-hmm. and he says something sly and then she's going to be like, okay, you know what? Done. There's the door. It's off. Yeah. So he... Hopefully, he'll learn how to read that. Otherwise, Kelly will do that to him. I'm sure yeah. she would have no problem doing that at yeah. all. And he's going to meet beautiful women all the time. He's going to have to learn how to get past it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get, get over it, sir. Loved it. Well, before we move on, you know, again, we love all of our After Buzz listeners. This is a brand new show. And in fact, there's only one episode left. Make sure that you log into iTunes, rate us, give us five stars, leave comments, any questions that you have, because we want to bring you better shows. And 
we want to see if you want the show to come back. You know, do you love the show? Do you want more? Um, and like I said, we're going to have the girls in the studio tomorrow. So Yay. download, subscribe, like, rate, share. And of course, don't forget that there is a podcast app on your phone. So you can download all of your favorite AfterBuzz shows automatically. And it goes straight to your smartphone. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to the show. Boys. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Eva and Anthony. Oh, that's his name. Okay, okay. Because I, I was like, what's his name? I forgot. I forgot. Is it Anthony or Anthony? I, I, I was saying Anthony. Like, I, I think it's Anthony. Yeah, I think I so, too. Right. Mm. Um, so, it seems like the people in her life aren't necessarily the biggest fan of this person. And we were giving him a little, a little crap last week about yeah. the tear and about being young <laughs> and about... You know, and previously he didn't go to fashion week and, you know, I first, I thought we were being a little hard on him. We were being a little harsh. It's easy to get a little carried away in the AfterBuzz studio. That's for sure. But then we see she's getting her hair done and her hairstylist apparently, well, apparently he's picky about every guy that she brings home. Yeah, she said he didn't like like anybody. Right. But then her mom even starts bringing up the red flags. Mm. What'd you think? I think, well, some t- in most cases, mothers have that instinct, you know, and if they don't like someone or if they feel iffy about it, they're going to point it out. And sometimes you should listen. But but how often do we really listen? Right. But she, I, I get mom is going to like who she likes. She likes, you know, Eva's ex. And he was around for a while, I'm assuming. And, you know, she, you can't, it's not easy for, it's harder sometimes what I found for the parents to take the breakup than the actual people in the breakup. Because they're like, they get like attached to these people. And then when you cut it loose, they're like, I wasn't ready. So mom will probably never get over that for probably for the next couple of years. You think so? It's like once, you know, once your parents like someone, they latch on, man, especially mothers. Because, you know, it's it's very... Dads are kind of like, okay, you know, they'll, if they don't like the guy, they'll make it known, but they'll, you know, they'll be cool about it. Moms just have, once they like a, like a man for their daughters, they really want that man for their daughter. Mine's not like that at no, all. My no. Mom, my mom is like, where's so-and-so? Girl, I haven't talked to so-and-so in years. That's how <laughs> my mom is. So I get it. But her mom did bring up some good points. She yeah. was like, where is he? We're having dinner. He didn't come to fashion week, like you said. He's not here for dinner. And, you know, she those those are good points. Well, and also it's not as though this is just, you know, hey babe, I'm making dinner. When are you coming home? Yeah. This is her family's in town. And even though her family is from South Central Los Angeles, they mentioned before that they've been, you know, doing um clinical trials with her dad. And they've been out of town. They haven't even been in California. They haven't seen each other really that much at all this last year. So this is your girlfriend's family. You've been together for a year. Like who knows how long they're in town. Where are you? Yeah. You know, like that's something that I feel like you should put a priority. Like I know career definitely should take, you know, priority, but at the same time, he missed the fashion week thing because he was out partying. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he missed, yeah, yeah, he missed the flight or something. And yeah. the family thing, I mean, you know, I, I, there were definitely some red flags there, but I, I'm not, my parents aren't that way. My dad is someone who I don't even think he's really ever acknowledged any of my boyfriends as boyfriends. <laughs> like, he'll call them my friends. Yeah. 
And then my mom's someone who she just wants me to be happy. And right. so she'll put her game face on whether she likes them or not. She might hint every now and then of like, oh, is that right? Is that wrong for him to do this? But as soon as they're gone, it's like, okay, moving on. No, and ex. then maybe she'll be like, oh, did you talk to so-and-so? But just out of curiosity, not like, oh, I miss him. My, I, my parents are they latch on that's why at this point i don't bring people home because i'm afraid that when that man is no longer around they'll feel a little down in the dumps about it but what did you think uh do you think that the way he's acting is because he's young because you know men it's a sometimes it takes certain men a little longer to learn and to mature you know i don't think you can ever put an age necessarily on behavior i know that guys do definitely mature a lot slower than women do well generally speaking Mm -hmm. but you know i think that's that's simply a level of respect and it's also something that you have to discuss with your significant other maybe eva didn't place that much of of importance on this particular dinner that's true to us it seems really important because you know it's her family and and they're not in town very often and we also see which we'll talk about later in the next episode he gives her possibly mm. a, a ring i don't think it's actually gonna be a ring yeah. but they have been together for a year and so we might think that it's important we obviously know fashion week was important so i don't i don't think it's an age thing you yeah. know i think it, it's just it's a. Uh, not i don't want to say rules because that rules aren't really right in relationships yeah. but it's just simply guidelines yeah communication or, yeah i get it because yeah you're right some if she didn't communicate i never thought about it that way if she didn't communicate that this dinner was something that he should be at then he wouldn't know and who knows it could be that after the cameras turned off she was devastated that she went and said where were you what mm-hmm. were you doing or it could have been that she was like oh well you yeah, know like, whatever oh, well. i didn't maybe i didn't actually want him to be there maybe they got in a fight or something yeah and know. she didn't even want him to be there but she didn't want to tell her parents that they got in a fight to for fear of making him look even worse mm-hmm. but um i i definitely i i almost wish that lance would make a cameo appearance on <laughs> on the show but there's only one episode left so i don't know and then we've got kelly who's talking to eva saying she wants someone like kanye west is kelly too picky for well kanye <sighs> kelly i kelly it's okay. Every woman has a list of the things that she wants. Once you get to the point where you realize that you probably won't get everything on that list, that's when it becomes easier. But I found that out of that whole situation, I just thought it was hilarious that Kanye was the guy that she I wanted. I was like, Kanye has 35 pair of leather pants. Like, tight ones, too. I was like, that in that kilt. She likes a man who can dress well. That was the first thing that flashed in my mind, that leather skirt that kilt that he wears I was like Kanye that to me was so funny I thought it was so funny I mean he makes Kim really happy I thought she was gonna go for someone more like a um I don't know like a Mario Lopez type I don't know like someone real pretty like no I feel like she needs someone who can dress well but who's a real man you know because it's got to be about her you know someone who who makes a living really good living but who lets her have the spotlight and I think she's at a point right now where she's in a relationship with a job and that's not a bad thing that's that's you know half of our friends Mm -hmm. but you know I don't think she should rush into a relationship no, because that's, 
you know, that's just putting in more energy, putting in more of yourself when you need to put yourself in the things that matter. And right now, yeah. the thing that matters is her work, her brand, her brands of her clients. So, you know, no need to rush. No need yeah. to set her up with boys. Okay, fine. Maybe she needs to get some. Give it to her. But don't <laughs> force it on her. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think you're right. You know, it's nothing to rush into. Having she can go on a few dates every now and then. Oh, absolutely. Just so she knows, you know that. Just so she can feel like it's still an option if she wants to have a relationship. Right. But what people often forget once you get caught up in your job and the hustle and the bustle, relationships are work, man. Oh yeah. So I, I don't. I'm not mad at her at all for you know wanting to take her time and find. And she the travels right guy. a lot too. Because once you get in it, it's hard work, and if you can't be dedicated to your relationship the same amount that you're dedicated to everything else, then it's gonna be a struggle. Mm-hmm. I say she she should take her time. I think take her time. And I can only imagine that with the work that she does, she works with a lot of very attractive men, mm-hmm. and in developing their careers. And it's going to have to take a very confident man to not get jealous or, you know, sweat the small stuff Mm -hmm. that she deals with from day to day. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's tough, but I think she, I think she can do it. And she's she's young. She's pretty young. She's young. She's beautiful. She's successful. She has time. She has plenty of time. These guys aren't going anywhere. Now, what about Nikki's boyfriend? He's definitely not going anywhere anytime (laughs) soon. But they go to dinner and he asks her, so you're talking to your dad now. What does that mean for us? Yeah. And she, well, she kind of danced around it a little bit. Like what I got from it, she was like, you know, before my dad was in, in my life, I was so focused on career. But now that he's back into my life, it's like a full circle. And now it seems like she's going to start thinking about settling down. So... I don't know. I don't remember if he said, like, did it scare him or was he like, okay, cool? Well, he's been the one that's been pushing to move forward. He wants to move in together. He wants this relationship to just, you know, he wants to have babies probably yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I think the way that she explained it was that she has always wanted to have this big wedding. You know, she's a designer. She's an artist. She dreams of having that beautiful wedding. And she just didn't feel like that would necessarily work if she didn't have a father figure who she loved and trusted to walk her down the aisle so now that she has that she feels like that picture is complete and she's able to really visualize Mm -hmm. the the concept and really open up her mind to the concept and and free herself of the restrictions and excuses that she's been putting out there but how long have they been together Do, do, do we know that for a while, yeah. for some reason, for some reason, three years stands out to me. Oh, but I wow. might, okay. But I might be totally wrong on that, so we'll have to okay. look that up. But I mean, when she started saying that, though, I had to, I couldn't help but to be like, "All right, babes, like, I love what we're seeing here, but is it, is it a little too soon mm-hmm. to start putting that responsibility and that trust in someone that you've only hung out with like three or four times?" Yeah, especially before everything is worked out with your dad, because you know. Daddy issues linger. Some people with dads in their lives have daddy issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you kind of want to work that out and make sure that you're secure with your relationship when it comes to a father figure before you just say, okay, he's back. Let's start thinking about marriage. Wedding rings. Yeah. And- make sure that's worked out. Because if he's, if he's legit, he's not going anywhere. I mean, I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah. Well, 
Are you talking about the boyfriend or the, the dad? The boyfriend. Well, oh. but, well, the boyfriend, but dad's not going anywhere. <laughs> Clearly, the boyfriend's not going anywhere because he's been very patient with her mm-hmm. even before dad even popped back in the picture yeah. through phone conversations. So it'll be interesting to see if we see any of their relationship develop at all in the season finale because, if anything, I feel like he would propose to Nikki versus Anthony proposing to Eva. Oh yeah, it yeah, because I mean, well, what but what but we've seen a little more from Nikki's relationship than Eva cuz all we really see is this, they only show the stuff that he really doesn't do, like when the, like the bloopers. Like he didn't come to fashion week or he didn't come to dinner. The bloopers. Yeah, it's just like the bloopers. So there could be I don't know. We don't. They, we don't really see the other side of Eva's relationship, and hopefully, you know, soon they'll show it because I want to see. I, you know, it's well, nice there's only one see. episode left. Hopefully, they show it. I want to see it. It's interesting. You know, we'll have to ask her about that tomorrow. Yeah, let's just see what she says. Well, there's one thing for sure that guys come and go, but mm. girlfriends, hopefully, uh, are, forever. are forever. At least these girls have been. They've been friends for a very long time now, and heartbreaking again not a single dry eye in the studio or on the show when Denise was out on her shoot and she got a call from her dad about Junior's court case Mm -hmm. they were hoping that this court case would bring closure that things would be solved a year after the murder and instead she gets the heartbreaking news from her dad that the court date has been pushed and not just pushed to any date but to her birthday yeah that sucks my heart broke yeah that was and it, it, it sucks on, on a lot of levels for the fact that it's on her birthday. She wants to have closure. And then now they're trying to flip the case to say that maybe her brother, you know, did something to aggravate the assault. And then how long the trial's taking. And trials, especially with cases like that, they take a long time. You know, and, and most families, they want to get it you know, squared away. Sometimes court cases like that can go on two, two or three years or longer. Yeah, and you're just sitting in limbo, waiting, kind of suffering about it. So it's just unfortunate that they have to start it and kick it off on her birthday. Mm-hmm. That sucks. But once they, the, the positive of it, once they do get it started, then it, the wheels are in motion, Hopefully. and then they can finally work towards some closure. Mm-hmm. But it just sucks. It was great seeing her. Um, be in the state of vulnerability and be able to call Eva and know that she has someone who's willing to rush by her side mm-hmm. and drop everything. And Nick or not Nikki, um, Kelly did the same thing. Nikki couldn't be there, but they were all three of them there and they did something that was interesting. They had champagne there mm-hmm. and they did a toast. And rather than seeing this as, you know, this awful tragedy, which it was, they flipped it around and they turned it into a celebration of life, of moving forward. What'd you think of, you know? I thought it was it was very thoughtful. It was really thoughtful. The fact that they even thought to, to flip it that way, to think of the positive. Because, you know, when your friend is hurt, you kind of, you know, let her cry and you want her to just get it out. And if she wants to, you know, be in her feelings, let her... But I like that they did that because they were right. Denise has a lot that she's working for. Her brother does and probably, you know, he doesn't want her to stop living her life. Right. And, you know, it was good that they were there for her that quick to, you know, to support her. I, 
it was it was really nice. It was touching. And it's clear they have one of those friendships where it's like, well, if you're going to cry, I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. Cuz like, don't you dare cry cuz I'm going to and then all of a sudden everyone's crying yeah. and then we're crying and uh, and they made like a joke about Eva was like well if you're gonna go then give me your boobs like they you know they can make light of the situation too it was cute like it was it was really it was really special to see that Mm -hmm. I you know it was it was it was nice definitely and then to end on a positive note we have Kelly's birthday to look forward Mm. to we had Eva we saw little bits and pieces of Eva and um, Denise trying to plan this little you know uh, spectacle, spectacle. Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Festivities. Event, event, party, festivity. Festival. I don't know. I, there's a word that's in my head, and I, all of a sudden, I just had like sleep brain takeover. But <laughs> yeah, so I guess she used to be in a bowling league. So that they're gonna so go funny. to Lucky Strike. I mean, good for her. Yeah, I have girlfriends that are on a bowling league. I wish I, wish I could be on a bowling I league. Know, I'd be the yeah. worst one, but it'd be so much fun. That is so everybody that I know that's on a bowling league, they're like hardcore bowling bag in the back seat of the car, like bowling shoes, like designer ones. They're serious. I would be like, bring my own bottle, not bring my own bowling ball personally. <laughs> but I mean, I'd still have a great time. And um, I thought it was funny that they were talking about like, oh, like, let's bring this guy to set her up with. And oh, let's go to Chippendale. Let's go to a classy strip club. And they're like. She can barely talk about penises. She doesn't want penises in her face. <laughs> like wiggling all around. Yeah, and Chippendales. Oof. I love just like, you know, seeing them plan for their friend because, you know, you don't always see that. And that takes time. That it takes does. effort. That takes money. That takes love. It does. And um, according to a lot of the tweets that I've been seeing, she had a great time. And I can't oh, wait good. to see it unfold. I don't know if it's going to be some drama. Oh, because, oh, yeah, in the in the teaser, what, what happened? The... Anthony, did he was it him? He didn't show up or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, Anthony. Well, we'll hopefully see. there's a twist. Hopefully he brings his butt. We'll see. All right. Well, let's move on to predictions. Um, like I and said, you're after Buzz TV. Like I said, we are going to have Eva. Kelly and or not Kelly. Wow. <laughs> Nikki. Where's my brain? Like I said, we are gonna have Eva, Nikki, and Denise in the After Buzz Studios tomorrow. Yes. So make sure that you tweet us your questions, leave comments, um, email us. Uh we would love to hear from you. Call in. They're gonna be here. We'll be live. And uh predictions. So we see the scene of Lucky Strike. Where's Anthony? We see him pulling out a little box. She asks if there's a question to go along with this box. I don't. I, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's an actual ring. I'm gonna go with this like a trinket. You know, something cute. Maybe like a little like a cute ring for the other hand. But I don't think based on you know hearing Eva's interviews and different different outlets and, and different blogs or whatnot. I don't think she's ready for that step. So if it is, I don't think that they're gonna take it to that level. Mm-hmm. We, and we'll definitely ask her tomorrow to try to get some dirt out of her yeah. to see what it actually was. But I don't think it was as serious as we would think. I think if anything, it'll be like, baby, will you forgive me? Oh, Or yeah. like, baby, will you take me back? Mm-hmm. And it'll be a bracelet or something. Because when we see her telling the girls about the little box she doesn't have a ring on her left hand that's true i did look at that unless she maybe was hiding it so that she could tell the girls and then maybe she pulls it out but 
No. Let's, let's pump we'll the brakes. See. Let's pump the brakes. <laughs> All right. We have over 50 fall shows coming to you on AfterBuzz TV this season, so make sure that you tune in. If there are any shows that you love that you don't see us recapping, again, message us. We're always listening. We're always reading because we want to bring you the best possible program. And you're the one that has made us the number one new media platform on the web. So thank you so much for listening. We have one show left oh. for Girlfriend Confidential, but technically we have two, two. because we have the bonus tomorrow. So make sure you tune in then. I'm Giselle Ugardi. You can find me at Giselle Ugardi. I'm Thank Canelia. you so much to my co-host. I'm Canelia Stradwick. Find me on Twitter at Canelia or Facebook. And we'll see you tomorrow. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 